It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. That's right, it is Go Birds Radio presented by the Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino app coming to you from the beautiful Sportsbook at Parks Casino, comfy chairs, awesome big TVs, all kinds of college football action to bet on. Elliot Shore Parks, James Seltzer with you for the next two hours. E, what up, buddy? What up? How you doing, man? I'm, I'm feeling good. No, feeling, no, feeling happy. No, no. Smile on your face. No, no, no none no. of that stuff. Not there yet. But yeah. I'm, 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 I'm working on turning the page, buddy. I'm good working for you because you know what? We got a football team in this town yes, that deserves my attention, deserves my love. For sure. Five o'clock. The yes. playoffs kick off. The Union. So. Oh, oh, the, the other football. <laughs> my bad. Sorry. Not that. That was football. well done by you. Like that, that was that yeah. was clean. You. That yeah. was well done. Uh, yes, the union. Let's. Yes. This is going to be a two-hour show talking Straight union. Yeah. <laughs> uh, look, um, Eagles play on Sunday. Yes. I was going to say back in action. They never left. It was just that the Phillies took our attention. They didn't away. get your attention. That's right. Yeah. That's right. But they just uh, kept winning the whole time, pretty much. <laughs> so except to one loss. That's what they do, man. Yeah. And uh, look, I, I think as a city, obviously, I think a lot of people still down, still feeling it, but you know. It's time to turn the page. This team is this team is really really good. We got another chance to to lose sadly in a in a championship round of some kind, you know, ahead <laughs> yes. of us. So, you know, keep the Philly tradition going. Yeah, I want to get into it. There's a lot of stuff. The trade deadline coming up on Tuesday. I want to get to that in a minute. But just right now, how you feeling about the birds? We haven't really. I haven't been on the show the last couple weeks because yeah, of Philly's missed. pregame and all that type of stuff. Like uh, five and one, or excuse me, six and one. Uh, one of two six and one teams in the NFL. Them and the Chiefs. Uh you got to be feeling pretty good about where the birds are at right now. The Eagles are the best team in the NFL. Love it. And I think it's time to stop looking at their record and acting like they aren't as good as their record. 
The Dolphins' win was incredibly impressive. Look, the, the turnovers, of course, the, those can't happen. But the defense dominated. The offense put up over 30 points. I mean, that was exactly what you wanted to see. There might not be a team in the NFL that has a more convincing statement, like, I'm here win, than the Eagles do with that win they got over the Dolphins last week. So we spent all offseason, and really the beginning few weeks of the season, you know, maybe me more so saying, let's see, let's like, let's temper expectations. And you were more like, no, th- you know, they're going to go to the Super Bowl. I'm more on your side now after seven games. I think they deserve to wear the crown as the best team in the NFL. I think they're definitely the best team in the NFC. I don't think there's a question about that. They're considerably better than the 49ers. And we'll see what happens, you know, when slash if they go to the Super Bowl. But sitting here as we kind of, you know, re-engage everyone's full attention to the Eagles, um, I think that people that are sad about the Phillies and understandably should know that they're re-engaging back into an Eagles team that is the best team in, in, in their league and is everything this city was really hoping they would be. Yeah, I think that Dolphins win the best regular season win of the Sirianni Hurts era. Agreed. Uh, like, And I think it's like clearly the best in terms of the the moment, the team they're facing. I mean, we, you know, how many years have we talked about, oh, they never face a good team in the regular season? Yeah. That's a damn good Dolphins team. I they mean, came in with everyone talking about them being one of the best offenses of all time through six weeks or whatever, they, and, and they, the Eagles handled them. They dominated the Dolphins so bad that it almost makes the win look not as good. I know. People are like, oh, <laughs> like, wasn't well, that impressive? Maybe they weren't that good. Like, no, going in. <laughs> it's like 37 points per game. Know, top offense of the last seven, you know, yeah. last whatever many years in the first seven weeks. I think like, it was like a de- was expected good. points, which everyone's obsessed with, like the best in 10 and, years. And I think that that's what you saw on Sunday night, and that's what everybody's so encouraged moving forward is this team can just play at a level that not many, if any other teams in the NFL, can play at. They can play. Their, their ceiling is higher than the 49ers. The Chiefs, look, they have Andy Reid. They have Patrick Mahomes. They won the Super Bowl last year. I don't think I'll ever say that, you know, it's a guarantee they're going to beat that team or that they're way better than that team. But I think the Eagles can play a game that only the Chiefs can match. And I'm not even sure, frankly, the Chiefs can match just because their skill position players aren't as good this year, in my opinion, as they were last year. But what you've seen from the Eagles so far and how he has an itching decision to make with Tuesday coming up in the trade deadline is they once again should be. I think they're third right now on the Parks app, which is crazy to me for Super Bowl odds. That's a good bet. I think they're plus 550. You'll never get them lower than that. But they are showing that they are absolutely once again going to be in the playoffs or going to make a deep playoff run. And now it's up to Howie to decide how much he kind of wants to reinforce this roster that uh, has been everything everybody could have hoped yeah, for. Yeah, and look, I I think the thing that, that keeps hitting me with the Eagles after that Dolphins when you know, coming off the Jets' loss and bouncing back the way they did and just, you know, Beating like really beating the crap out of a really good team in a primetime game. And they embarrassed the Dolphins. They, they beat the crap out of the Dolphins. It's one of those wins on where both it, sides of the ball. Yeah, it's one of those losses for the Dolphins where you kind of have to like question how good you really yeah, are. Yeah, totally. And and I think the thing that hits me with this team when I you know especially in light of the Phillies falling apart on us and you know how the last two years have gone with the Phillies is just. I marvel at the consistency of this team. Yeah. I am so impressed that just week after week after week, yeah, they have a couple hiccups. The Jets game, the Washington game last year. But, like, even the Super Bowl, they showed up for that game. Like, this team just shows up every week ready to play, ready yep. to go out and win. They go out expecting to win, and we're really lucky for that. All right, you mentioned it, the, the Howie thing. I think you obviously, if you want to chime in on the game itself this Sunday, and look, I know you know John Ritchie was saying this week, you know, hey, this team almost beat us last time. They did. I, I do still feel really confident going into this game. If you're nervous about this game, obviously we'd love to take those calls. But I have a pretty strong take on the game. I can drop it for you now or, or, or wait. It's your call. 
Go for it. Go for it. Just okay. lay, lay, so, lay it on the line, buddy. Uh, there'll be a lot of people today that might call in and go, hey, don't be overly confident. I hate to break it to you guys. Our overconfidence has nothing to do with the outcome on Sunday. Of course. To me, and I, I compare the Eagles team to Alabama a lot now because of just how often they win, and they're frankly, most of the roster feels like Alabama or Georgia. This game tomorrow against Washington, I think it's a, almost a waste of the Eagles' time and, like, offensive that they even have to go play this game. <laughs> like, you know how Alabama, like, every once in a while will play, like, will play, like, a charity game against a school where it's like, oh, that's nice. Like, it's nicer doing that. Like, the Eagles should almost not have to go play this game. They shouldn't have to, they shouldn't have to risk their, like, elite roster to that gross FedEx stadium. They shouldn't have to play Washington. Washington is not in the Eagles' league. They are way better than Washington. It's almost a no-win situation for this team. Like, I actually think, and I'm not even, I mean, I'm obviously kidding, but the NFL should almost step in and be like, you know what, it's okay. Like, you don't have to go up there. It's just a waste of everyone's time. You take your Sunday off. So I think they're going to absolutely demolish this Washington team. Washington is terrible, and I, the Eagles shouldn't even have to play the game. I love this take. Look, I do think the fact that they almost lost to this team, you know, three weeks ago, four weeks ago, whatever, will make them go in and not take this game yeah, as lightly I agree as they that. could. I don't think they'll have my mentality. Yes, I am super yeah. confident in this game as well. If you're not, 215-592-9494. But also, uh, Tuesday is the trade deadline. Yeah. You know, kind of sneaking up on us. Halloween, Halloween trade yeah. deadline. Um, so this will be our last show before then, obviously. We'll, we'll have our post-game pod out. Check that out after the game. But, um, look, Howie's already made a, a big move. And, and a we, good move. And we talked about it on the pod. We didn't talk about it a ton this week because the Phillies. But, you know, the Kevin Byard move shoring up what I think was probably the single biggest weakness on the team in terms of, of on the defense on the side, defense for sure, yeah. for sure but but and if you want to talk Bayard obviously two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four Elliot and I are both super excited about the player about the move about the fit but apparently how he's not done Diana Rossini reporting Howie Roseman is not like literally those words he is not done there have been Derek Henry rumors there's been all kinds of stuff so I want to get into the, the what you think Howie needs to go for. But first, before we do that, do you buy those? I know Howie's like always looking at stuff. But, you know, do you think that Howie will make another trade before Tuesday or so by Tuesday? I would put the odds at less than 50%. I just, they already traded away two picks. They traded away a player. They have a good collection of draft picks next year. And look, maybe Derek Barnett's the one they move. Uh, but so yeah, they, Albert Breer reported they're yeah, willing to move him. It's like, is, thanks, yeah, Albert. Surprise. Yeah. Like, I wonder how many teams are willing to move I, the 48th player so on the roster. So Cameron roster. always does says he he, he should like uh, he always wants to like report something that's going to happen. No, like, it's, it's like, be the easiest thing. I, to do. I, I, like, uh, Eagles are open to trading Derek Barnett. Yup. Well, and sure, also, you don't need any sources on that one, pal. And let me be clear. I think Diana Rossini is one of the best reporters in the game. Huge Diana Rossini fan. But like. And saying Howie's not done exactly. is, yeah, yeah. same, like, same ha- idea. Howie is never done. And I think one of Howie's biggest strengths and is that he's always he's upgrading always the roster. Or looking to upgrade Collecting the information. He's always looking around. So you look at the Eagles draft picks for next year. They currently have their own first-round pick, two second-round picks, a third, four fifth, which is weird, four fifth-round picks. So they have, like, a decent collection, but no fourths, no sixths, no sevens. Um, it puts them in an interesting spot because I don't think you're getting anything of super substance for you know maybe a fifth, I guess, at this point you would. But do I think he'll make a move? I would put it at less than 50%, but I'm certainly not ruling it out. All right. You're Howie Roseman. You're, as we just talked about, always looking to upgrade this roster. You just went out and got Kevin Byard. You went out and signed Julio Jones. Like, went out and got Bradley Roby earlier. Yeah. Like, always looking, whether on the, the trade market or, or off the street, to make this team better, to fill in the holes. You're Howie Roseman. You have one trade to make. What position are you going after? What do you think this team's biggest need is prior to the trade? Well, so we texted about this yesterday. Super excited to do this show and hear what people have to say. Because I don't think there is one clear answer. 
and that's a credit to Howie Roseman. Like, there are general managers right now that before Tuesday, like, have to make moves, have major weaknesses, have things that they have to do. Howie being good at his job the other 364 days of the year means he doesn't really have to go into Tuesday desperate. He doesn't have to overpay. He doesn't have to go make a move. So I want to put that caveat out there. The Eagles have the best roster in the NFL, and in my opinion, they have no glaring weakness. But if I could trade for one position or one player, I still think running back is where I would go. I I think DeAndre Swift has been good this year, and he has shown that he has a high ceiling. He's cooled off a little bit over the last few weeks. I know that because he's hit his under on rushing yards, which feels like the last <laughs> three or four weeks in a row. But after that, I don't think Kenny Gainwell has been impressive this year. Boston Scott is what Boston Scott is, which is a very nice role player, but not one they're going to give the ball to a ton. They refuse to play Rashad Penny, which I'm fine with because I think he's kind of— It's kinda, so strange, though. Right, it but is, they don't yeah. play him. No. So you look at the roster— I, I honestly almost said wide receiver because I'm very, very in on the idea of trading for Jerry Judy. Like, I would be all over that. If you can get him for a fifth-round pick or a fourth, I think that is an awesome buy-low, potential really high upside uh, trade. But I think running back is a a need for this team. Um, Again, because I don't know if Swift will make it the whole year. His his level of play, will it it stay where it's at, or is he going to kind of keep decreasing? And, you know, you mentioned the rumor with Derrick Henry. I think it's more speculation than a rumor. Like, I don't think there's been reporting that they're interested. But if the Titans are willing to trade Derrick Henry and you can get him for, you know, a fourth or, or look, if I'm being, you know, being reckless, maybe a third, yeah, I would absolutely be in on it. This team has a chance to win the Super Bowl. And you have Derrick Henry and maybe he doesn't have, he's not a huge part of the offense, but in one game he wins it for you. Yeah, that's worth the third-round pick for me. So for me, it's running back. So I don't disagree that they could upgrade at running back. I think Gainwell's fine. I think Boston Scott is better than they play him. I think he should get more action. I agree with that. I think he's, I think he's more, better than Gainwell. I think he's more elusive. I think he's a better running back than Gainwell. I don't know if he's a better pass protector and all that type of stuff that they care about and what I should care about. Um, so I don't disagree. I'm not giving up a third-round pick for Derrick Henry. I do like the fit. I think him and Swift are a really interesting, you know, well-matched kind of yeah. duo. But I, I can't do it. Look, I, Man, I'm just, you know, this is the you're le- a flags fly forever. I'm, I am. They and don't look, put up flags for third round, <laughs> third round picks. Maybe a fourth. I don't know. I think they have a bigger need. I think the biggest need on this team, and we saw it in the Jets game. What was the reason? Or there were many reasons, the turnovers and whatnot. But like, like in terms of roster, the biggest reason they lost that Jets game is because Lane Johnson got yeah. hurt and the offensive line fell apart. It's a fair point. How he needs to go get someone who can play offensive tackle and offensive guard, particularly tackle, someone who, particularly tackle, but a swing player. Like I need someone better, and I, I don't think Jack Driscoll's as bad as he looked in that Jets game. I think with you know if, if Lane had been out the next game and he had had a week to prepare and sound and get him ready, I think he would have looked better. I think they would have schemed it differently and all that. But go get someone who can play offensive line in the NFL. The 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 one worry I have with this offense is when offensive linemen go down. The offense falls apart. Yeah. And we saw it happen. Like, shore up that line. The starters are great, but you've already lost Cam Jurgens for what he's been out for a month already or whatever almost. Yeah, I guess he's like, not coming back this week, But Not coming yeah. back yet. I think next like, week is when he can come off. And, yeah. and you have two guys who've had injuries. Like, Lane Johnson is a warrior, but he's had a ton of injuries. Jordan Mailata has been banged up multiple times over the last few years. Like, I think the one team, that can, one position that can make this, because, again, to your point, I don't think they have to go out and 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 – Add a starter anywhere. I like the idea of another running back. You could argue Julio Jones is a good enough third wide receiver. You could argue that they still need help in the secondary. But in terms of, of the thing that I think is most important, it's actually a depth move. 
it's going and shoring and up that line from a depth. As usual, you make nothing but great points, <laughs> right? So, so it's hard for me to disagree with that. Like, I agree. If there's one player, and you know, knock on wood, cross your fingers, do all that, like. There's one player you don't want to lose besides Jalen. It's Lane. Yep. On the whole roster. Yep. So the numbers are, are what they are. They so lose when he's not in the freaking lineup. My, my only counter to that would be, I think at the trade deadline, the two hardest positions to acquire actual talent at is probably quarterback and offensive no doubt. line. I get it. So I, I agree. Like, if there is a team out there that's, you know, tanking and they want to trade you, like, a quality offensive lineman, like, yeah, I'm all in on that. I think the logic on it is correct. I just – I don't think – that player is available. So I, I think it's going to be hard to upgrade uh, the backup spot. What I, what I also think is interesting now that we've both kind of said where we're at, neither of us said defense, yeah. which is not what we that would is, probably said two weeks ago. Right. So, yeah, I mean, receiver uh, for sure. I think Julio Jones is a good signing, but, like, I, I am very in on the Jerry Judy thing if they could do that. Um, I think they have to – They have to if they're going to make a move and you're going to reinvest assets, I would do it on the offensive side of the ball. 215-592-9494. Where do you come down on this? What position do you think the Eagles need most? Do you think they need to upgrade the offense or the defense more? It is interesting that we both went offense yeah. when you would think the defense is the side that needs more help. Uh, Eagles-Washington on Sunday. You'd all concern. Elliot. I don't think they should have the to go play the game. polar opposite of yeah. concern against a team that if Ron Rivera had gone for two, they might have lost to a I few do, weeks I, ago. I do not care. 215-592-9494 and just general Eagles talk. Where are you at with this team? Let's start out where we do every single Saturday at this time. Let's go to Hamilton and talk to our guy Tom. Yo, Tom. Eagles. How are we doing today? What up, Tom? How's it going? It's going. I, I got to say, it is a most confusing time in Philadelphia sports right now. Is that because it's like 85 outside and it's about to be Halloween? On no, <laughs> it's because the Phillies choked this week, and now we got an Eagles game to prep for. So I'm I all know, over the buddy. place. I'm with you, man. Yeah. It's, it's, it's emotionally uh, confusing. You know, it's like... And, a, uh, and, and yes, Elliot, the 85 degrees is throwing me off a little, too. Yeah, yeah, it's nice, this. but I'm ready for it just to be fall. I love the winds. Yeah. I mean, the summer, all those things. Let's like have football weather outside. We're screwing up the planet just right, Elliot. <laughs> yes, exactly. All right, right. so uh, uh, old hell, Howie Roseman. I mean, this guy has figured it out. He's got a formula. That formula would be an Alabama offense, a Georgia defense, and a little <laughs> local flavor sprinkled throughout the roster. Yeah, and 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 finding dumb GMs around the NFL and making trades with them because he's amazing. Yeah, that. that that is just amazing. I don't know how he does it. Um, now, as far as the needs moving forward, I actually agree with both you guys today. Uh, I think running back is number one and O-line is number two. I, I'm a little shocked that our O-line is a little light because usually, usually that's taken care of by now. Well, so I think you're right, Tom, but I, I also think that's just the case around the league. Like, a lot of teams can't field okay. five competent offensive yeah, linemen. Yeah, Jack Driscoll's let alone probably played have, like, more NFL games than most backup linemen on a lot right, of teams. Right, right. You know? So, I mean, Tyler Steen, who, who's not playing, but is a second-round pick. or third, I always forget if third, yeah, right. he's at the, the top of the third right. round. Yeah. But, um, well, I would, yeah, sorry, go ahead, Tom. I would love to see Derrick Henry in here. Um, and what it's not Derrick Henry. Yeah, what would you trade for him? What's your what's your your pick? Uh, well, we don't have a fourth. You said right? No, I do, they do not have a fourth. So next year, obviously, you can trade picks from the following year. But they have two seconds, a third, and then they don't pick again until the fifth. They have multiple. Right. I, I I'd land like around the fourth if they could do it for next year. Uh, I I probably wouldn't go a third. But I I don't see Swift holding up the entire year. I mean, they're just running them into the ground. Nobody knows what's going on with Penny. I mean, he right, can't so, even Tom, just to, the field. Just to get you to, like, hammer down your take here, let's pretend you're Howie Roseman, 
The trade deadline is up in 10 minutes. The Titans are saying to you, we will trade you Derrick Henry right now, but you have to do the third-round pick. You're not doing it. Derrick Henry would be an eagle. There you go. <laughs> there you go. What a great I have a feeling that's what you were saying. That's, that's how I'm in a negotiation. Yeah, you you put a gun to my head, and I'm, I'm going to give you an answer there. Now, tomorrow has all the makings of a classic trap game. I think we all see this coming off the, the you know, beating the brakes off the Dolphins yep. and then looking ahead Dallas to the Cowboys. It, it literally, it, Tom, you're right. People always say trap game. This is like an actual trap game definition. It's the a actual, bad team right. sandwich routine, too. I guess. This team has been so good at, well, like, overcoming. I know they lost to the Jets. I, I think I think the fact that Washington just almost beat them is the, like, elixir Yeah, and it's a familiar trap. opponent. Yeah. They've come there. You and know, they've Mike, that well, Mike kind of kind of, that turned my uh, how I was thinking on this because he said that the Eagles play them better down there in that crappy stadium. Yeah, they do. So, yeah, we talked about it on the pod. Five too. and one in their last six trips to FedEx Field. All right. So going off of that, I'm going to say that the Eagles win tomorrow and they win 28 to 17. Have a great day, fellas. Love my it. Man. Love it, Tom. Great stuff. Yeah, I mean, you know, you get you get the win tomorrow, move to seven to one, and then that Dallas game, and you know, every game is important. Like, if they lose tomorrow, that becomes a bad thing. That you're ready for that analysis? Oh, look at you! Um, because then, obviously, with Dallas next week, and that is going to be a tough game. I think they they play Dallas better in Philly than in Dallas, so I, I think you know I will pick the Eagles to win that game, barring some some type of major injury. But yeah, I mean, that's why I think it's almost like offensive they have to go down because they're better than Washington. Like, they deserve the win. It just is, like, almost a waste of time they have to go do it. 215-592 is really, really, really good stuff. I, I love your it's a, they should not have to play the game. It's just a waste of everyone's time. Like, it's every, a real I, take. I, everyone loves to watch Eagles. I get it. It'll be fun and exciting, but they're just way better than Washington. They just played him a few weeks ago. It's not even, like, any juice to the game. 215-592-9494. Look at the board, and I see some of my fa- – literally every person on the board right now, I love all of you. So you stay go. there. We want to talk to you. And if you want to get in, 215-592-9494. Talking Eagles-Washington. Talking the trade deadline. It's Tuesday. There are rumors out there. Diana Rossini that Howie ain't done yet. What do you want Howie to go out and do? What do you think is the most important thing this team needs to upgrade? It's Elliot. It's James. We're back. The Eagles are back. It's Go Birds time. We're talking birds here at Parks Casino. And let me remind you that if you join us right now and download the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app, you're in the zone. Bet the birds, Philly basketball, and all your favorite sports. So much action to bet on. Plus, you can enjoy 24-7 online casino action. All your favorite casino games right at your fingertips. Odds, bets, slots, and games, it's all right in your pocket. You can enjoy the hottest online slots. Blackjack, Roulette, Backrat, and Texas Hold'em too. Here's a great offer for new users. Download the Bet Parks app right now and get up to get ready for this. A thousand dollars in casino bonus back if you're down in the first 24 hours. A thousand dollars in casino bonus back again if you're down in the first 24 hours. New users only casino bonus must be wagered. Terms and conditions apply again. New users, you get up to a thousand dollars bonus back if you're down in the first 24 hours. See website at betparks.com for details. Hey everyone, this is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Birds Radio, presented by the Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino app, coming to you from the beautiful sportsbook at Parks Casino. Big TVs, comfy chairs to gamble on Great the Great crowd today, too. It is. There, it is packed here today. Yeah. I, I wasn't sure with the weather outside. You never know if people want to be inside. People always want to be here. That's Here's the beautiful the thing, thing about Barks. About comfy chairs. It's true. It's never too hot to sit I in mean, a comfy chair. You know chair. me. I would literally never leave my house ever if I if I had the choice. Yes. You know? If yeah. I could, if I could survive, like and make money and whatever, with literally never leave my house, I'd do it. Yeah, It'd be tough to do a pod with you. I well, know. the well, radio I, show, I, 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 yeah, yeah. make me sad. Look, I, I can't. Is the point? Right. So I'm going to continue to leave my house. I'm just saying, the world's a better place for it. Two one five. I would come here. That, that's the place. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Talking birds and Washington on Sunday. Not a lot of fear or consternation for that game, but obviously, if you are, call in two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. And we're talking about the trade deadline coming up on Tuesday. Howie Rosen, apparently not done yet. Never done. Never done. What do you want to see Howie do? Let's go back to the phones. I was talking to him every night after the High Hopes uh, radio, you know, on High Hopes radio after the games. Uh, oh, now we got to talk, Birds. It's our guy, Black Gritty. What up, uh? Flip-flops. What Baby up? mama. So, you know, first, first, <laughs> the, the Internet cracks me up because they don't understand, like, we family, like, we cousins. So when I be yelling at y'all, they be trying to yell at y'all, and I got to yell at them like, you can't talk to them the way I talk to them. You know what I mean? Appreciate you can't it. talk to these guys the way I talk to these guys. Like, well, here's the good bad. news. No one says mean things about me online, so I can't imagine you <laughs> have uh, you have much hey, much to do there. So, uh, ever since they put that one-two dude on uh, 6 ABC, I've been fighting for my life in the comments. People have been attacking Philadelphia this week, man. So, you know, that yes. confidence you got about the, the commanders, guess what? You you would earn what you what you said, Flip if you went out there and beat down teams. So tomorrow they need to go beat down this team. I need like twenty four three halftime, so then they can rest the dudes in the second half. Go out there and earn not having to have to play the trash panda team. So far they haven't earned that. Okay, go so have a clean game. Go have a great yeah. game, and then you can earn that field. Go ahead, say something. No, I was gonna say I I I agree with like don't make it close. But I also think tomorrow for me is not a style points game. Just go there, get the win, get out. Ideally, yes, you get to rest Jalen in the second half. I think his knee is mostly fine, but on that FedEx field, I'd rather him on the sideline than on the field. Mariota can go out there and, uh, and play. But, yeah, I agree. Ideally, this is a game where in the fourth quarter Jalen is, uh, is resting. That, that's what I'm saying. I don't even care about the I – mean, it's not even about the style. It's about the beatdown ability right. and rest ability if you, want, if you don't want to play the game. You want to play the game? Show me you don't want to play the game and light them up in the first half. You could just run this ball with uh, ground and pound into the wall, whatever. So I, I'm not worried about the game. As far as the trade is concerned, I gave up. Uh, 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 I used to hate Howie so much, and then they, you try guys try to do Howie parade. I said I'll give him a parade in 2024 if he earns it. So far, he's earned it. Yeah, I mean, parade's on its way, yo. Yeah, parade's on its way. I'm, I'm gonna give him my parade. I, I, he's earned it from me. You know, what I mean, I gotta respect that. So what, we, what we need. What we it is a hey, look. I'm yeah. real. Yeah, you know I mean. So <laughs> what, what, what we need though is whatever he actually thinks he's because that's one thing about Howard I've never doubted is his tradeability, his ability to get and plug and play and get things that are at discount. If he gets me Derrick Henry, I assume is that some kind of 
crazy discount, and I would put an investigation out on the Titans. If I was a Titans fan, I'd be crying myself to sleep burning Eagles gear every single day. Totally. I don't know why. <laughs> He's I'm surprised they still pick up his phone calls. Yeah, big time. <laughs> Whatever. I block Philadelphia. 215, I don't want to see it. But um, So if we had Derrick Henry, I better win the Super Bowl. That's all I'm saying. When you make a move like that, and, and we got Swift the is, my problem with Swift is, He's injury prone and he's looked great, but I'm scared to death every time he runs the ball more than Me 12 too. times. And people yell, "Why are you running Kenny Gainwell?" I know you can't run. You know why they're running Kenny Gainwell the way they are because you're trying to preserve something. The real right. question is, how come Scott can only run against the, the, the Giants? How come he's only a Giant killer? You know, if you trailed him out there every once in a while, from yes, he might be another kind of killer besides a Giant killer. I don't know. <laughs> I just think he doesn't get the life. chances against other teams. Which I is agree. It's weird. It, I think yeah. he, I think he is a more dynamic running, like pure running back, than Kenny Gainwell is. Yes, and and it's weird because he's guaranteed to get any time touchdown when he plays the Giants. So you know that they feed him and feature him in those games. I don't like I said, I don't know if a girl dumped him. Like, if he, if he lost a job opportunity up there or something, whatever it is in New York, we should sprinkle that out against other games. Uh, I, I love you guys. Great My show. Man. I'm still sad inside. And, uh, but still and always, go Birds! Yeah, I'm there, too. I'm still sad inside. But I, I will say, yesterday and today, talking about the birds, getting excited. Because, again, like, it's not like we're coming into, like, a, a, a three and four birds team or a four and three team. Like, yeah. are they good? Can they get me? Like, we're coming into a juggernaut. Like, we should be, like, thrilled that we have this to fall back on after the Phillies broke our hearts. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And um, to his point about trusting Howie and, you know, Howie being good at his job, I think a key thing, too, that Howie can do over the next few days it's just information gather, yep. like, like which maybe, he is elite, elite at. at, right? So maybe they they don't make a trade, but if you're Howie, all the teams are talking to each other right now. You find out who's available, what a potential price for a player is, maybe in the off season. You know, maybe you don't get the player now, but you go, all right, well at the deadline they wanted a three, now maybe it's a four. So all those type of things. So Howie's great at his job for a lot of reasons. Information gathering might be his top quality, if not, you know, in the top three at, at worst in terms of what makes him a great GM. And I think that's what you'll see a lot of, or we won't see it, but that's what he'll do a lot of over the next. Yeah, few totally. And he is he is so good at that, and so good at understanding markets and understanding value and where he can get deals on value. I mean, you know, again, like the, every trade the guy makes, he it is a trade where he is winning from a value perspective. Maybe it doesn't always go like even that Golden Tate trade where people are always like, oh, not a great trade. He got a fourth round compensatory pick for yeah. it. He basically traded nothing for the guy in terms like. Th- 20 spots in the draft or whatever like how it's very rare that that howie from a value perspective is not clearly out in front when a trade and it is interesting with the trade that deadline moves like you could argue that of all the kind of aspects of howie's portfolio whether it be free agent those signing, are the weakest ones the, the Gennard Avery one was a bad one that one robert quinn out. did not work out. yeah that I, didn't work out last now year now the logic i think for the robert quinn one was correct the Gennard Avery one i didn't understand i guess it's somewhat similar like you're trading for a pass rusher how you wanted to use they it. thought he had upside they were wrong but they yeah. have had trouble identifying guys at the deadline and integrating those guys into the team where they're they're productive players let's keep it rolling on the phones from one goat caller to another drew in westchester what up pal What's up, boys? Elliot, I know up, you are uh, disappointed that I couldn't call last week, but I appreciate you I still uh, taking my call today. You know, Drew, I was I was leading. I was nervous. I was like, well, it's all right. Drew will be here for me. And then, unfortunately, you were not. But it's all right. You're still one of the goats. I appreciate it. And let me just say, in terms of, you know, Justin in Tennessee still being able to call with his 
in-laws in town. I think, you know, when I grow up, I want to be Justin in Tennessee. So, you know, it just <laughs> we you know, do, inspires buddy. me to be. Yeah, we all want to be Justin in Tennessee exactly. when we, uh, when we grow up. So a um, uh, thought on the game tomorrow and then a thought on the trade deadline. In terms of tomorrow, I think it's a big day for Sean Desai. And I, I really, he's doing a great job. I really like what he's doing. But I think good coaching is not making the same mistakes twice or not getting, you know, bested by like the same True. opponent twice. And I thought Eric the enemy the first game kind of got the better of him. So I'm looking for a good game from the defense tomorrow. No more giving up great, 31 really points point, to yeah. Sam Howell. So Drew, let me take you inside. When you first said Sean Desai, Elliot was like, huh? Yeah, I wasn't really. And then you you totally sold him on it. Yeah, like, that was. <laughs> you're going to hear that tomorrow on the Eagles pregame show for me. So, yeah, that, that, that's a great point. Um, and I also think from a Sean Desai perspective, it'll be interesting to see how he uses Kevin Byard. I know it's only the first game, so it's not going to be, you know, what they'll do with him all year. But I do think he's going to play quite a bit. Like, I, I bet he'll play almost all the defensive snaps. So, yeah, good point. I'm excited to see what Sean Desai has uh, up his sleeve for tomorrow. Yeah, no, I think he's doing a great job overall. But if you look at, you know, I just think adjusting to opponents the second time, like if you look at, like, the AFC opponents, there's a good chance, you know, Chiefs build Dolphins. If we get to where we want to go, it could be a Super Bowl uh, rematch. So I just feel like that's an important uh, element. Now, uh, trade deadline. Um, I agree uh, with a lot of what you guys are saying. And uh, like Tom, I I would do the deal for Derrick Henry. I would be super excited about him. But I had one other idea I wanted to float by you guys and it's not going to make headlines on uh you know you know major news or anything but i'm still a little bit worried about the linebacker depth and those guys holding up there what do you think about calling carolina and bringing back old friend camus gruget hill for probably like a sixth seventh round pick i was always a big fan of him and i know diana russini reported looking at linebackers and all well, the other name interesting you bring up, like reunions, is Jordan Hicks is a player that some have kind of tossed Minnesota around. Now Minnesota, right now. Minnesota, yeah. Like their season's not going kind of how they planned. So that could be an option. Yeah, I mean, I'm not tied to any of the linebackers getting snaps. Like, I, I am, there are no, there's no player there, and we don't really talk about Nicobe much anymore. I guess you could make the argument, maybe ride with Nicobe. He's a young guy, give him time to and develop. And I think he's done fine. Like, I, I think he's been he hasn't fine. Been, like, I agree. great, but I think he's been in the right spots, and he hasn't, yeah. like, made a mistake yet. And I think Zach Cunningham has been mostly okay. I think but, he's been solid, yeah. But this is. And look, Moreau had, had some real moments he did, when he played, yeah. too. But if, if the defensive staff thinks that, you know, trading for a Jordan Hicks or a Camus Grugier Hill is the right move, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, especially for a sixth or seventh round pick. Yeah, I'd be into either of those. I think what I really like about Camus, too, and the special teams is better than last year. They've been pretty good, but I know he was really good on special teams, too. He was so great I, I just on like special the teams when he, he was upgrade here. at a couple spots. Emergency kicker, too. Yeah. We all remember that. I'm, I'm a big Camus fan, guys. I was sad when he left. I would love to yeah, bring he him was a good. he was a good guy to have on the roster. Drew, uh, great call, brother. Yeah, I would be fine. Appreciate with, uh, it, guys. Oh, All right, see you, Drew. Good to talk to you, Drew. Thanks for calling in. Um, I would I would definitely be be cool with a seventh round pick, and I think that's one interesting kind of just philosophical question. Howie, it's going to be tough to balance on Tuesday. Is on one hand, they have a chance to win the Super Bowl. Like yep. you don't you don't prioritize sevenths and sixths and fifths over that chance. Like if you think there is a player that makes you better this year and can help you have a better chance of winning the Super Bowl this year, you do it. But And one component of that is they have more young talent than they used to. So they're not as dependent on future draft picks. But on the flip side of that, you do have a chance to win the Super Bowl already. And you do need draft picks. Like, you always need them, whether for future trades or to kind of, you know, rebuild the bottom of the roster. Obviously, I don't think they're going to trade a first or second round pick by Tuesday. I'd be pretty surprised by that. 
Um, but, yeah, so it's interesting for how we have to decide. We've seen pretty consistently he's going to pick to reinvest in the roster, and he's already done that with Kevin Byard. But that is one kind of tightrope how he has to walk before Tuesday. Also interesting, we don't – we haven't this year talked – you mentioned Grugier being someone who could play special teams also. We haven't talked a lot about the special teams, but – Which is how you know they're doing They've good. done a nice job. They have, like, yeah. For something that was such a issue last year and obviously sprouted up at the worst possible time, like – you know what? They, like everyone, Michael Clay, fire him. We were all saying that. Yeah. Like, why not fire him? Like, uh, you know, credit where due. We have not talked much about it, but that that's a good thing. And credit to Sirianni and Howie for keeping Michael Clay. Yeah. I mean, hey. we, we ripped that decision. I, well, the I, thing that I didn't hate about it is I was like, are you really going to have three new coordinators? Right. Like, why not keep one? But, yeah, no, he, no one loved it. And not to mention, he's doing this without arguably his two best special teams players and Sean Bradley and Zach yeah, McPherson. That's who a great, who are like, yeah, his captains. Uh, Britton Covey, how he did it again, undrafted free agent rookie. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, they've... They've really, really turned it around. It's impressive. I do have a hypothetical for you, though. Um, so we talked about they're probably not going to trade a first and second round pick, and I don't think they will. But uh, a talk on the Twitter, or the X, I should say, uh, is Patrick Sertain. Yeah, so that's an interesting one. I think that would cost multiple first round picks to get right. him. He's probably the best cornerback in football or one of the, the Would two you give or three. up a one and a two? Look, I don't know. I don't know. I Like... I don't think you need him right this second. If, it would be more for Slay when he, you know, moving right. on from Slay. Uh, look, I think I think Patrick Sertan is worth that. I think he is legitimately one of the two, three, four best corners in the league. One of the best straight cover guys there is. Um, so, yeah, I, I would give up a first and a second for him. I just don't think they will. So, I, I agree that his value as a player is a first-round pick. I do not think I would trade a first-round pick for Patrick Sertan for a couple reasons. One, I would not do it now because... I just think, how do you balance that with Bradbury, Slay, and Sertain? Like, you're basically telling Slay or Bradbury they're gone next year in the middle of the season. So that's not ideal from a, from a locker room perspective. When you just signed Bradbury, you like, just it's hard to get out. Yeah. And, and Slay, you extended. Like, neither one of those guys are easy to get out of next exactly. year. Exactly. But I also think Howie has shown he's done a really good job finding, I mean, all pro Pro Bowl cornerbacks for much cheaper than a first-round pick. He got Slay for a third. He got he's Bradbury. He's got all these undrafted agent. guys. Like, Eli Ricks. Eli after, Ricks after looks the game awesome. Last week, everyone's like, Eli yeah. Ricks. Exactly. I mean, Josh Job has played as an undrafted yep. free agent. I mean, yeah, that's a great point. So I don't think I don't think I would I would trade a first for for Sertain. I'm not even sure I would do a second. Like in off season, well, I mean, it's going to be multiple a first plus. No, I agree. I just see. I, I think he's that good, and thus I would. Anytime you have an opportunity to get someone that good and that young, like yep, you're not yeah. trading for someone expensive who's for what 32 it's worth. or whatever. You know, you're trading for someone who's young, and you're going to pay him. Yeah, but yeah. but I think he's one of the players who is worth paying at that position. So. I would consider it because of the player himself more so than the need. But ultimately, like, I don't think it's going to happen. So I don't. I'm yeah, not, like, I agree. Know. I mean, I think he could get traded, but I don't no, think I it'll know, be to the, the Eagles. Eagles. I'm saying. Yeah. All right. 215-592-9494. We'll continue to take your calls. What should Howie do at the trade deadline on Tuesday? We are there. It is almost time as Howie uh, always look and upgrade the team. Your thoughts on Eagles Washington on Sunday. It's Go Birds Radio from the beautiful Sportsbook at Parks Casino. We'll be right back. Let's go, Birds Radio. Presented by the Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino. I always feel cooler when Ben Kenny's producing. Yeah. Coming back from I can tell. Like you the, can hear it in your voice when you cool come back. Cool music. From instead of yeah. like, oh, yeah, I heard this one before. You know? Well, you know, when it's not fish every time, I guess. Uh, oh, fish would be cool too. Fish buddy. would be cool don't too. You, don't yeah. you dare slander <laughs> fish. 215 592 9494. It's Go Birds Radio. Elliot Chirp Parks, James Seltzer with you. Coming in from the beautiful Sportsbook at Park Casino. Brought to you by the beautiful. Wonderful Bet Parks Sportsbook and Casino app taking calls, reacting, uh, not really reacting, looking ahead to Eagles Washington on Sunday. 
have not heard much consternation about that one. Now, people not at Elliott's level of lack of consternation. Yeah, I don't think they should have to play the game. I think it's like <laughs> offensive that they even have to go down to Washington. It should just and play be a forfeit for Washington yeah. because they're not a franchise kind of, worthy again, of facing. It's the like when Alabama plays a lower level, like a low level team. And it's like, why are they risking their athletes against this roster? Mm-hmm. Like, that's mm-hmm. how I feel uh, uh, about this. Like if they had to play, I don't know, like uh, Wisconsin or something. <laughs> like that. like, like mm-hmm. maybe maybe at that point, like why are they even risking their time on? Well, this? thank done. you. Done. Thank you. Terrible take. Sherbergs. Yeah, there he is. I was wondering if he was going to hop you. on. He just kept doing the buzzer. I'm like, hop on, yeah. man. You can hop on. You can crack the mic, as they say. Listen, yeah. the kids are there to play football. We're not talking. It's not all about the playoff. It's about the love for the game, Elliot. <laughs> <laughs> I know at Wisconsin you have to tell yourself that, but the Eagles still have uh, goals to, to, to achieve. Two one five five nine two ninety four nine four. Let's get back to the phones, get your reaction. We're also talking trade deadline. Uh, Diana Rossini report that Howie is not done making moves yet, obviously. Went out and got Kevin Byard earlier this week. A great, great addition at the safety position. Next segment, we'll get Elliott's full take on Kevin Byard, what he thinks of the player, the fit, how much we'll see him, what a difference he'll make. But apparently how he's not done, which, you know, is we, very we probably could have could have surmised ourselves. But it's always nice to hear a, a good reporter tell you, hey, he's, he's working the phone. Yeah. Would, you would you trade a fourth-round pick for Jerry Judy? Yeah, I think I would. I think that is such an. I know I'm the only one beating this. Drum. I'm not a huge Jerry Judy guy. Like I think he's fine. You know, you remember that draft? That yeah, was I wasn't the, big on him coming. I out. loved, yeah. you know, Justin Jefferson. I was, was all boy. in. He was my favorite guy in the draft. And Where then, did he And go? then it was Ceedee Lamb, and Judy was my third favorite of that right. year. So like he, I liked him, but just not quite. And, yeah. and he just never stays on the field. It feels like. I just think in, in Philly he'd be in such a better situation. Oh, he'd than be he in such a and and, like, and as he, your slot guy. As put a, him around a Julio huge slot guy too. So yeah, I'm with you. It's interesting. All right, two one five five nine. 294.94. If you were Howie, what would you prioritize making a move at to upgrade this team to go win a Super Bowl? Let's go back to the phones. Talk to our guy Craig in D.C. What up, buddy? How you been? PSA, real quick before I go, fellas. Yes. I'm down here in Ground Central, and I just want to send out a word to all the fans of Philadelphia, to all of the Bird Gang Nation, and to all Philadelphia Eagles fans all over the world. Dump it. Dump it. Love it, Craig. Love it. We're doing good. Future future reference, you are not allowed to say that phrase on the radio. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah, no worries. Oh, my bad. Oh, good. good. What you got, Craig? What's on your mind? It was was fitting, man. Hey, you know, we down here at Ground Central, baby. You know I'm down here. Well, I know. I, I know you're gonna ready. Be a, uh, and look, we're going to talk right. to a special guest in a little bit about Eagles fans and trips. But there's going to be a lot of Eagles fans down there tomorrow. There always That's is right. a Phoenix field. Hey, yeah. they come down here in busloads, and we take over yep. the parking lot. Listen, we have we have Facebook groups down here. You know, uh, Philly fans in the DMV, uh, all kinds of uh, meetups and everything going on, and it's just such a beautiful thing. Listen. I walk around in my Eagles gear every day, and, and, and they, the Washington fans, they just look away, man. They just they, <laughs> It's almost like they know what's coming. You know what I'm saying? They know what's coming. Well, especially in Washington. I, the Eagles yeah. always go go down there and win. And, and, like, and like you said, Elliot, this stadium is trash. It's you terrible. Anytime you sit in the stadium, <laughs> yeah. Well, I even remember Jalen Hurts almost got killed yeah, in it it's, yeah, a couple years and ago. Again, I'm half kidding about they had, shouldn't have to play the game. I do think the NFLPA should, you know, force something to be done. Look, I think Josh Harris is going to do something. They'll have a new stadium soon. But yeah. it is. It's it's the worst place to play in the NFL. Yeah. Listen, you can smell the sewer sometimes oh, literally yeah. backing up. Oh, the for real? Oh, yeah, it's bad it's down here. So, but we deal with it, man. It's just going to be a sea of green. It's going to be beautiful. We're going to take over the stadium like we always do. 
And I got a point on on the trade deadline. Yeah, and, who, and then, you, and you, what, score. what position you want, Craig? Yeah. Okay. Here's here's my proposal. Okay. A lot of people are missing this. Okay. So if we're gonna, of course, I'm all in for Henry because listen, it's 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 a rental for the rest of the year. Okay. And then we can consider anything else after that. But my biggest problem is give up. Hey, listen, I'm willing to part with Penny. Gainwell, one of those guys, and some draft picks. However, whatever you got to do to bring him in, it's gonna, it's got it. We got to make it happen because Penny, like you said, he's gonna wear it down. He always got hurt in Detroit because they used him too much. And I like Boston Scott better than Gainwell, to be honest with you. You know, well, I, I, Craig, I say we go for it. Yeah, you and know? what's interesting about the DeAndre Swift yeah. thing is obviously injuries in Detroit were a factor. But if you look, like, pretty consistently, he started off awesome and then just kind of tailed off as, as the year went on. Right. Another interesting part about the Derrick Henry thing would be, and I don't think they'll ever not run the tush push until they ban it, but right. Derrick Henry in this offensive line might just be the equivalent of the tush push. Like, I think that would right. be in any short yard situation. Derrick Henry's hard to stop to begin with, let alone behind arguably the best run-blocking offensive line in the league. So now, you get Derrick Henry, you are exposing Hurts to fewer hits for what it's worth. Now, 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 one thing I will caution for everybody is, once again, we're going to go in there humble because I know everybody remembers how Washington played us, you know, a couple weeks, you know, back earlier in Philly. But we always play, like to your point earlier, like you said, they always play so good down here. We demolished them. Last year, we were up 28 nothing at halftime, as y'all remember. Yeah. I mean, we were yeah. killing them. There was fans leaving. We were laughing at them. We were just waving at them. Bye-bye, bye-bye. Cause they <laughs> were so halftime. what's your prediction, Craig? Hey, my prediction, listen, 34-13. I'm being generous. Ooh, I might give, I'm, I'm giving being them one generous. Uh, Craig, but, but, great to hear from you, brother. Keep the calls coming, man. Hey. Have fun tomorrow. Um, that's a big score. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, I think it's. What I'm, I mean, I'm not probably my prediction won't be that far off. Uh, Washington's defense, their secondary is one of the worst in the NFL, which is weird because they have Kendall Fuller, who's who's, who's talented. Good. Yeah, but they have a really bad pass defense, um, and their offense is atrocious as well. They have one of the worst third down offenses in the league. They're Sam really, Howell on his way to setting the sacks record. Yeah, he, well, I think he's been sacked forty times. He's or already more than like halfway that. to David Carr's record, yeah. I believe, and and it's only through seven games. So he holds onto the ball. Their offensive line's dinged up. They're going to be missing one of their guards for the game tomorrow. So. Yeah, thirty-four, thirteen is is right around where they should be. If the if the Eagles play their A game, it will be something along those lines. Let's keep the real ones train going. Go to Richmond and talk to our guy Justin. What up, Justin? Hey, good afternoon, friends. How are you all? What up, Justin? How you doing? James, good to talk to you, friend. It's been a been too long. Yeah, buddy, it's been a been a rough run. I know it didn't work out for your team either, Justin and Orioles fans. So uh, mm. uh, it's been a rough end of the baseball season for both of us, pal. That. That it, that it has. So glad, glad we have the birds to. Yes, we will commiserate to. together and also like go birds, baby. All right, go birds. Go, go birds only. You hear that, Jack? Prince? go birds. That's <laughs> right. Suck it, Jack. <laughs> so I think um, I'll do trade deadline and then talk on the game tomorrow. Sure. So um, for the trade deadline games, I think you hit it. I think you hit the nail on the head. I, I absolutely think it's somebody that can play tackle. Um, to, to, to quote uh, Drew in Westchester, bad things happen when Lane goes out. Yeah. So, so I think I think a backup tackle right now is the most important thing that this team needs. Um, if they can play guard, great. Uh, but I think once Camp comes back and then you've got Sua, um, I think Driscoll is probably a little bit of a better guard than a tackle. Um, I, I can don't disagree protect with, him a little bit more at guard. I don't disagree with either of you guys. I think it's going to be so hard to find better offensive backup linemen than they have. So I think your well, logic is absolutely correct, but 
there's just so many bad offensive linemen. I mean, we see it every week when the Eagles play other teams. Like, look at Washington's offensive line. They'd probably kill for Jack Driscoll. Well, get a talented line. guy and put him with Jeff Stoutland, though. Like, yeah, someone who I isn't like working logic. somewhere else. Yeah. There, there's op- there's options, at least. Yeah. Exactly. Go find somebody that has, like, high upside coming into the draft and then went to a nation um, and couldn't, couldn't do anything. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, on the game tomorrow, I actually, uh, again, I mean, I don't want to sound like a broken record, but I agree with Drew. Um, I mean, they, the Reds can't. It's a good, it's a good thing to do. Commanders, agree with Drew often. He's smart. He's a smart um, guy. I know, right? Um, well, the, the Commanders, whatever their team name is now, um, the only team they've put up more points against than us this year is the Broncos. Um, and that, you know, that team obviously stinks. A really but bad defense. I think, like, there, something has to be done. So I'm not. I'm not worried. I think Desai has earned all of our trust. I think with Bayard. I think um, with with the health of all of our guys. You know, obviously uh, Elliot. If you know anything about Jordan Davis, would be curious. I don't think know. he's going to play. Um, is my prediction. So yeah, I don't think it's a big loss against Washington, but obviously you know Jordan Davis is a big part of that defense. So it would be great, but I still I still think they win comfortably. I think it's probably a double digit win. Um, but I, I'd be lying if I said I felt very as confident as, as you. But uh, go birds, talk to you guys soon, my man. Love it, go birds, just. As, yeah, uh, I think it should be a comfortable win. I think so too. Look, they, I'm they confident. play their A game. They should win by twenty plus. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Again, I see some of our favorites on the line. Can't wait to talk to you next segment. We also have a caller who uh, just says on the board thinks Elliot has a bad take. Yeah, I'm curious to see. Which curious one. to see what that is. Yeah, which take? Yeah, uh, you're not the first to put that on where the he board. Falls on that. So we'll get into that as well and continue to talk birds as we preview Eagles Washington tomorrow and the trade deadline coming up on Tuesday. Kind of snuck up on us. The whole Phillies thing going on and all that. If you're Harry Roseman, what does he most need to upgrade? What do you most need to upgrade if you're in charge of the Eagles? 215-592-9494. One more hour for us to go. It's Go Birds Radio. We'll be right back. Join me now and download the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app, and you're in the zone. You can bet the birds, Philly basketball, and all your favorite sports. Plus, enjoy 24-7 online casino action all in your favorite casino games right at your fingertips. Odds, bets, slots, and games right in your pocket. Enjoy the hottest online slots, blackjack, roulette, Texas Hold'em as well. Great offer for new users. Download the Bet Parks app right now and get up to $1,000. That's right, $1,000 in casino bonus back if you're down in the first 24 hours. New users only. Casino bonus must be wagered. Terms and conditions apply. Again, new users, that's right, up to $1,000 in casino bonus back if you're down in the first 24 hours. See website at betparks.com for all the details.